Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. Hello. Uh, my name is Joey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since we've done an intro, just the two of us. You got to just remember it, right? It's yeah. Wait. riding a bicycle. Adam's not here? No, don't you remember? We we finally tricked him into staying into the soundproof closet this time. Yes. Oh, he finally got the memo. I know. We All we had to do was, like... Lead him in there with lines of uh, crushed up hot dog, and he just kind of walked in, <laughs> and then just like found his little horde and is just sitting in there. I'm I'm sure he's fine. I yeah, I bet. It sounds like look, he's got great. He's got like a he's got like a Donkey Kong style horde of little crushed up hot dogs. He's probably <laughs> fine. Nice. Yeah, he's just in there going like, oh, hot dog. <laughs> I, I could hear the music now of when you like walk into this Donkey Kong's house full of bananas. <laughs> yeah, he's actually just in there clapping and going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Adam will not be joining us today. Um, either way, you're stuck back with the original crew. Yeah. Zach and Joey <laughs> make a that. podcast. <laughs> We're back to the OGs. Yeah. For now. And we're still talking about Captain Smiley, the adventures of. Yes, this game is so much fun. Oh my god. Oh my god. I I really do love this game a lot. Not particularly for the gameplay, because I'm going to be completely honest, it does get a bit repetitive. Yeah, yeah. But... It's really, really, really shines through with its personality. Yeah, it's it's just fun. It's a fun game. It's a lot of fun. I love this game. It's a good time. It's one of it's one of those where you're like, oh, it's like seeing an old friend that you haven't seen in a while. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, you're still a goober. All right, good stuff. <laughs> but let's talk about where we left off. Yes. Um, we had just had our comic uh, discontinued and then repurchased by Twisted Pixel. The developers of the game. Yeah. So, already, this this wall, I don't even know where the wall is anymore. But There's no wall. I'm pretty sure we've shattered. It's, we've shattered the fourth, fifth, sixth. I don't even know how many walls there can be in, in, literary, in literary terms, but they're there, all gone. It's There's not even a wall. It's just like some abstract bubble. <laughs> it's like a Salvador Dali thing. It's just yeah. like melting walls. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, there you go. And then just endless stairs leading to everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Right. I know that's not Dolly, but cut me some slack. <laughs> same same principle. Same absurdist, crazy mm-hmm. art. Either way, it's a very interesting and um, I really just believe that those are the tw- the guys who developed the game. Yeah. And they have their like full motion video introduction of themselves right um actually funnily enough when you're in the hub world there's a little like interact there's like things you can like interact with in the hub it's like not too intensive but it's like oh look at this shit isn't this funny (laughs) yeah it's like you could still be your character exactly so like you can actually interact with the twisted pixel not interact with but you can talk at them. You don't talk like to them. <laughs> right. Because they're not they're not like actively paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't respond to you, but they are there on a screen doing things. Yeah. Some sometimes doing karate moves, sometimes stroking each other's beards. I don't know, you know, <laughs> normal stuff that scientists do. Yeah, that makes sense. I would think so, right? Yeah, we do that. I mean, well, but we're not scientists. Yeah, this podcast is like 100% science, Zach. <laughs> Bring this to your science professors and tell them this is science. <laughs> and then they'll may they may give you like a C minus. Yeah. But hey, it's not a D. It's still a pass. It's still a pass. So you know what? Give yourself a high five and then have a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Slurpee now. Uh, I'm not talking about like the drink. I mean like go like have a really close friend of yours that you're okay with physical contact with. Just kind of slurp you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> What, do you not do that? Is nope. that not a thing? No. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Maybe I maybe I need to set better boundaries with my friends. Yeah. Mm. Or just get my friends, to do I it. mean <laughs> I was gonna say, and by friends I mean people I meet out on the street. Okay. <laughs> and by people I meet out on the street, I mean homeless people who I pay hundreds of dollars. And by homeless people I mean, what? you pay hundreds of dollars, you mean your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get back on track. Yeah. Talking about the game. So they purchased the the rights to the Captain Smiley comic, and their plan to get him back on top is to have him guest star in a bunch of different comics so that they bring in the extra moolah to restart a comic. Genius. Genius. Because, I mean, that's how easy it is. You just build them a time-hopping like reality shifting car that can transport your main character into a different comic and then boom you make money. Yeah. That's how business works. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about going into board meetings and having negotiations and figuring out licensing agreements. No. <laughs> you just ask a bunch of crazy scientists to build you a rocket ship to just jettison your character into their comic. Yes. Who knows? This will maybe be even possible in like a hundred years. Not even a hundred. Have you seen how fast technology's going? It's going to be in the next like 17. Yeah, but <laughs> after like, there's going to be like a purge. Oh, right. I forgot about the, the technology purge mm. where we just destroy all of our smartphones and go back to farming for about like 50 years. Yeah. That's and then we're like, man, wait, why did we do this sucks? Why did we do this? <laughs> I want to look up random facts on the internet. (laughs) But either way, speaking of random facts on the internet, let's take a quick break because I actually, I know that, that, that segue kind of sounded like I was about to do an internet backstory, but but, you know, I'm, uh, I'm cucking you real hard. Bye. That was so mean.
Welcome back. Uh, We're going into Nanak. Let's do the it. Barbarian. Let's do it. <laughs> episode, sorry, issue number 285. Mm-hmm. If we make it to episode 285. Whoa. Probably, well, man, that would be a thing. It, we're like halfway Russia there. Kind of, we're, yeah, we are close to halfway there, aren't we? Wow. That's weird. It's crazy. Huh. It's amazing to think that you can make 100, 131? 132? Yeah. This would be 132. Episodes wow. of a thing, and like nobody listens to it. Hey, we, we have like 100 <laughs> listeners. Come on. <laughs> We love you guys. Uh, we love you guys. We, ab- so we absolutely much. do. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for coming on this Mr. Toad style wild ride of podcasting where we just amateur hour the shit out of everything and you deal with our garbage. So thank you so much. <laughs> Speaking of garbage, let's talk about how not garbage this level is. Okay. <laughs> so let me read the little intro blurb for this comic, yeah. if I may. Yeah. <clears throat> Thus did Smiley, the Outlander chieftain, find Norja, favored concubine of the mighty Nanak, and their journey began to seek the lost hero. Nice. You can already tell this is going to be one interesting-ass comic. Oh, yeah. Slash one interesting-ass game. Very rated M for mature, (laughs) if you will. If you hadn't caught on to that already. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, kids, turn back now. I mean, you probably should have turned back a while ago. Right. But either way, I think, you know, it's a really nice touch. The fact that they give Smiley and Star, like, themed costumes yeah. when they go into the this appropriate comic. I for sure like that. Yeah, they even comment on, like, it's like, oh, man, look how cool this is. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Got, like, these, like furs and medallion and boots and it's all cool yeah it's like it's like a whole new game i know and like uh you just kind of dive right into it and the story just starts again comic style panel layouts yeah. and again very mature subject matter with um commenting on women <laughs> and concubines in general mm-hmm. boots such uh. such dialogue as um Oh, and he gets even better, Junior. She's a pro. <laughs> that was a good. Uh, that was that was like a recording of this game. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Just like a really gritty lower tone, mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> or another one when. Uh, so basically, the premise of this entire comic segment is. Um, it, it's it's you're supposed to be saving Nanok, right? But when you get into the comic, it kind of gets derailed almost immediately <laughs> when you just actually kill a random villager, right? <laughs> just like completely, like oh shit, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> like he's dead now. This shit's real. And then. Star comments, uh, remind me not to get on your bad side, Mr. Janey. <laughs> God, these quotes are just so great. Yeah. But it takes just such a turn from the, like, you do end up getting to save Nanog, but the only reason it's hard 
is because you are just you killed someone in their village by accident. Right. And everybody's like, why the hell did you do that? <laughs> all because and of so that one you, little thing. All because of that one little thing. Otherwise, this would have been a jaunt in the park. <laughs> uh, but as you're moving through, it's kind of an excuse to basically do. Um, how can I put this politely? Uh, the exact same thing yeah. as the intro. Yeah level it's this it's the same just different backgrounds yeah different backgrounds and the uh themed characters are a little different the yeah. only big major enemy type change is the enemy that throws it throws yeah. chickens at you is it chickens i think it's chickens cool and um the only reason it's different is because it homes in on your position ah. so before, when they had enemies that threw projectiles at you, they would arc into like a Molotov mm-hmm. and explode or just go straight at you. Um, this one actually has a projectile that locks onto you that you actually have to take down before it hits you. Yeah. So there is minor changes <laughs> in the yeah. enemy construction. Yeah, there's also but the, for the, uh, most part, the balls of fire. Was that in the intro stage? Well, they had like Molotov cocktails, uh, which were basically the same right, thing. Right, right, right. They act, they function the same way. It's just a different coat of paint, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. Um. Oh well, the only other difference, I guess, is that they have flying enemies now, and also home in on your position. Right. True. So they have like fast moving ones and slow moving ones that grapple you. Um. Kind of like the robots that would grapple you in the first stage, but. As opposed to them only being on the ground, these ones fly at you from uh, above. Yeah. So, similar-ish kind of thing. Yeah. But um, slightly different. Well, and uh, Raptor. Oh, yes. The mini-boss slash eventual just regular-ass enemy. <laughs> the Tiger Raptor thing. Yeah. Tiger Raptor. I uh, like that. Something like that. It's it's an unholy abomination that would be befitting in Jurassic Park for sure. <laughs> <laughs> did I did I cut off the joke too early? <laughs> what joke? What are you talking about? Never mind. Never mind. So what it does is uh, it'll lunge at you, try to maul you for a fair bit of health. Uh, but for the most part, the developers realize that if you just hang from a spot. It takes the animation takes so long for it to actually jump up to try and get you. Yeah. That once it's already in the jumping animation, you could just jump out of the way while it is trying to line up its jump with your old position. Okay. And then you just kind of like line up and hit it like while being safe. Yeah. It basically just takes a while. (laughs) Yeah. It just takes a while to kill. It has a lot of health. Um, which does get a bit irritating. Oh yeah, especially later, since there's like a it, bunch of them. Yeah, when it becomes like, oh, now you're a normal enemy. Yeah. Um, I get it. It's like ramping up the difficulty, making a like pain vans kind of thing where you right. need to, you know, just learn to dodge and not interact with it and keep running, so to speak. Yeah. Uh but I it really yeah. does. Yeah. No, 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 go on. I would have preferred it as just a mini-boss. Yeah, when it becomes an actual enemy later on in the stage, it's just... It's a lot of health for an enemy, especially if you're kind of, like, confined into a space where you can't progress. Yeah. 
Either way, when you actually can just kind of outrun it, though, it makes it a lot more uh, bearable, so to mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. Uh, but either way, it's good to have some kind of uh, change in the enemy dynamic so that you don't get too bored and too complacent with what's happening. And like, oh, no, like the same thing happening again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. kind of is, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least it's but again, fun. Yeah, you wrap it in that that ball of personality that is the main characters and their interactions with the side characters. Yeah. It really makes it a lot more like, oh, okay. And also, they still do their uh, switching of like gameplay styles from the two D beat 'em up to the uh, side scrolling uh, twin stick shooter right. to uh, quick time events. It all just kind of keeps cycling through quickly enough that again, you're not. Like, oh, man, I'm still super bored of this. Yeah. So I Keeps think it, it's yeah. I think it's still OK for right now. I agree. I feel like eventually if we don't change things up, it might get a little right. more boring. Like the next one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we'll see how it goes. But um, they do um, they do implement more of these challenge segments. To right. kind of keep you on your toes. So um, throughout the editions of each comic stage, you are tasked at certain points with doing things without, usually without taking damage is the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, then you get some, so you get some like extra money to pay for upgrades mm-hmm. or for uh, bonus content or whatever. So having those in there interspliced within the normal gameplay kind of mixes it up and makes you a little more cognizant about how you want to play. Maybe you want to be a little more conservative in your movements to make sure that you kill everything so you can progress safely. Or maybe you want to just run through it quickly so that you can finish it up faster and have less of a chance to get hit. Yeah. So, it is an interesting dynamic. Which one did you do, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) That's the question. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I did a little bit of both because uh, I uh, wanted to just see which one would be easier. That's very um, political it w- answer. Well, it was a lot more satisfying to do it quickly. Yeah, of course. Because you kind of felt like a badass. You're like dodging shit and you're like, oh man, it almost got me, but I made it. I would have just ran right through. Yeah. Some of them, it's just like a little too slow yeah. sometimes when you do like the, all right, let's safely clear out this pack of enemies <laughs> so I don't get a bump on my noggin. <laughs> But yeah, um, the stage then kind of just ends with multiple mini bosses uh, with, again, actually, it changes it up a bit because there's no real place to hang and dodge. So you need to actually time a jump or like a slide underneath. So it is a bit different in that way as the stage kind of progresses a little more conveyance, pain veins, I guess. Mm hmm. About like, okay, this is now, I know how to deal with this enemy, but they've kind of changed the environment again. Kind of sounds a little similar to that stage in Gunvolt that we were dealing with before. You remember that? Which one? Uh, Like near the end of the game where they had the same mini boss a few different times and changed up the the layout in which you fight it. Yeah. This whole game is is probably basically like that, but funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but funny. (laughs) And the dialogue doesn't get on my nerves. Oh, yeah. Or take up a third of the screen. Anyway, um, I think that covers the first edition. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about 
no, I don't think so. Okay, so why don't we take a quick break then, and um, we'll come back to the next the next episode. Let's do the next it. Comic. The next, next comic. Next comic. The next. Yeah. Next. Act next comic. Two. Welcome back to another reading of Craigslist ads with your host, overly energetic smiley guy. Today's episode, bearded guy looking to connect with a BBW. Looking for a big, beautiful woman who wants to connect her ass to my face. I've got a beard, a good tongue, and can share pics via email. I'm not picky, and all I ask is that you're clean. Like, I'll eat ass, but I prefer fresh out of the shower. So if you want to mess around in the shower first, I'm down for that too. Sit on my face, ride it like a rodeo bull. Or lay down and let me do the work. Either is fine. Just let me know. Posted by Adam Furman from Space eight days ago. Welcome back. Hello. And we're on to the next uh, the next comic in the Nanoc series, Nanoc 286, uh, released That's 1974. Right. Um, this is interesting. <laughs> now we have a timeline. Uh, yeah. I know it said that there was a, a number in the previous one, but I forgot to look it up, and I don't know if I'm going to be smart enough to edit in later, so I'm just hedging my bets. I think that's a great idea. Hey! <laughs> but now we have a timeline, 1974. Uh, let, right. me, let me read the little intro here for Nanoc 286. <clears throat> Cares not, does the Outlander, for the wake of a fallen enemy, for his true foe remains shrouded in darkness, and Nanoc is still lost to his people. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's referencing the fact that we just killed a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really just, again, hammers it home, starting it off by you breaking up um, the funeral for this person. Yeah. By by beating up everybody there to lay the, the poor man to rest. Um, and yeah. it's a, in a nice little 2D brawler section where you punch all the funeral goers in their face. Oh, yeah. Perfect intro. Uh, yeah, it's just really, really riding this horse of you <laughs> killed this one dude to the barn. <laughs> uh, but a cool little change in the gameplay. Um, the, the actual beat-em-up hasn't started, or hasn't changed, per se, but the uh, bonus, there's a bonus now for doing it perfectly uh, without getting hit. Right you actually will get a, another one of the help me uh, kind of like b- blow up all the enemies on the screen attacks if you manage to get through this section without getting hurt. Right. Uh, which is interesting. We haven't actually talked about the all-out attack, have we? Uh, no. 
Um, we didn't talk about it last time. No, it's very interesting. Again, uh, Smiley calls out to the people from Twisted Pixel who just have random hands come onto the screen and punch wildly around the frame. And then one of their bearded fellows headbutts the screen and everything dies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the fourth wall again, everything, all the walls are Salvador Dalid into nothingness. <laughs> Metaphors. My God, this game is just all over the place. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's, it's perfect. Um, the fact that it's leaning into its absurdity is the only reason that it works. Right. If it if it for one second was like, why is this happening? It's like, oh, no, no. You need to lean into your absurdity. Yeah, because like, reasons. Because, because it is. And like, why not? Because, you know, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as we go through this exact this stage, it's very familiar again to what we had previously encountered. Um, yeah. Switching between the 2D... Uh, brawlers to the to the um, twin stick shooter action platformer quick time events. Um, there's a climbing section. There's a lot of climbing sections. Um, yeah, but I mean they. So what they do to increase difficulty is just throw more shit at you. Yeah, volume. They they throw more volume of things at you. Yeah, it seems to be a, a theme of this game. Yeah. Just, like, throwing everything at once all the time. Literally, like, all the things at one time come at you in certain segments, and you just kind of like, oh my god! Getting bum-rushed yeah. from all sides. <laughs> um, So that's how they curve difficulty, is it just kind of, like, control V. Control V. <laughs> control V. And then that's it. And if yeah. you didn't get that joke, I mean, come on. You really? got that joke. You got that joke. Come on. You got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's how they curve difficulty. Um, They they make a reference again, which I kind of spoiled a little earlier. Uh, when more of the tiger raptors come on screen as enemies, Star comments that uh, John Hammond would uh, have none of this. Um, okay. I believe he's referencing the John Hammond from Jurassic Park, the investor in, who initially wanted Jurassic Park to be a thing. So this tiger raptor kind of makes a little more sense with his reference. Yeah. Not um, he's not John Hammond, the record producer. No. I don't think. No. I mean, he could have been a big fan of tiger raptor combos, but I don't know. Could be. Probably not. Yeah. But you know what really kind of grinds my gears a little bit? We talked about it a little bit in the previous uh, episode, or the previous comic, where they just kind of throw the mini-boss at you all the time now as a normal boss. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of diminishes its threat in the, like, when you get stuck into a kill-all-enemies room with them. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's just a normal enemy now. It kind of diminishes their impact. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, now you've stuck me in this room with the thing that you kind of have just normalized as a easy enemy to this point. It's just, like, busy work. Now it's just, yeah, (laughs) I kind of would expect maybe if you're going to have one of those rooms, maybe 
put something different in there yeah. to kind of like switch yeah. it up a little bit. Be like, oh yeah. no, oh shit, and like, what's happening? Like a giant sandworm uh, or some shit. I don't know. Right. You guys are creative. Just a regular enemy. So it kind of diminishes the impact of it being in one of those. Like, oh no, we have to beat all the enemies. Yeah, giant sandworm would be a good one. Right. Yeah. Maybe in another. Maybe in the sequel ten years later. Yeah. Um, are you listening? The are you, are you guys Fox listening, Twisted Pixel? Come on, <laughs> yeah, Twisted yeah. Pixel. Hurry up. Twisted Pixel. Get off. <laughs> stop making games for Oculus and get back to making platforming action games. Um, yeah, for, for me and Zach. Just for us. We don't care about the rest of you. May Actually, make it exclusive for us and for our listeners. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Um, yes. But yeah, there's a lot more traversal uh, climbing in this in this stage, you'd mentioned that mm-hmm. um, yeah. a lot more focus on climbing. Uh, but as you uh, make it through the stage halfway, you realize who the uh, the villain of this arc is, and it's the Putt Master. Yeah, so random. Um, yeah, it's a Germanish golf baron, I guess. <laughs> Germanish a, golf baron. Not yeah. even a golf golf baron. A mini golf baron. Mini golf, yeah. It's like a putt-putt <laughs> golf course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so his evil plan is to turn the entire landscape of this comic into one giant putt course and charge ridiculous sums of money to play on it, and then he'll use the funds from that money to create his own comic. Genius. So, in that a way... That is very John Hammond. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Jurassic Park if Jurassic Park was all a mini golf course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring that to John Hammond. I'm sure he'd invest. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting because every it seems like there's a trend here with the villain the villains being like, oh, well, you know, what? I'm just gonna make my own comic with strippers <laughs> and blackjack and <laughs> the lunar lander. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> We've made this joke multiple times. It's a good <laughs> joke to make. Yeah. I miss you, Futurama. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's an interesting kind of parallel where we're kind of doing a similar-ish thing, making money to build our own comic. It's just we're doing it in a way that's not being a dick. Mm-hmm. So our end goals are the same. It's just the way that they're going towards it is vastly different. Right. Um, but after you escape the putt masters, I don't know, you were tied to like a very large T, I guess. Yeah, or something. A T of despair or something like that. <laughs> um, you get to an on rail section, which is pretty nice. I like the change of pace. Um, yeah. where you have to destroy uh, obstacles that could fall in your way, and um, they have these Molotov throwing enemies on um, go on these golf carts. That kind of when you destroy them, their carts become debris you have to dodge. Yeah, so I like that. We switched up the gameplay. It's not crazy right. different, but the game switches again to something a little different. Where you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. Yeah. I like this. Now we're on a golf course. 
Yeah. <laughs> and now we're doing like a, a different kind of gameplay, which is kind of similar to what we've been doing before. A little different enough that um, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back in. Yeah. Keeps keeps you interested. Yeah. And then enough. Uh, enough. And then it will. Then it leads yeah. to a quick time event scene where you end up uh, going to meet the titular Nanok. Yay! Who is totally fine in his little, like, uh, bungalow uh, headquarter um, kingdom thing. Words are yeah. hard, alright? We've been talking for half an hour. <laughs> Eating a golden chicken leg. Yeah, why is it so, like, shiny? Maybe it's just yeah. really greasy. Could be. Just covered in grease. Um, but basically it ends with, uh, us finding him, him being like, I'm fine with this. He give he gives me honeyed hams and local confections. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just totally fine with this cause he keeps getting fed a ton of food and he's a huge fat piece of shit now. Um, yeah. and it ends with, uh, a fight between us and Nanog, but again, Nanok's not in any sort of shape to fight, so he throws a bunch of cheese dust at us. Kind of like yeah. uh, pocket sand. And um, then we kind of like meander over to him, do a quick little little tit punch, and a uh, <laughs> little, little small little poop. And then uh, he falls over and we're crushed under his enormous butt. Enormous buttocks. Mm-hmm. And Norgia gets kidnapped. Yeah. So yay! Again. Overall, great success. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's the end of this uh, this this one. What a way to end it! It's being cra- trapped underneath the enormous buttocks of Nanok. Yeah. <laughs> good, good little uh, segment. <laughs> I like that. It was a funny little end. Yeah, uh, but. I think we just have one more quick one to go through and then we'll call it a call it an episode. But between That's that, right. but before that, let's let's go check out. Maybe we have another sponsor. I don't know. Yeah. Little segment of our own. Maybe. Who knows? Is it something supposed to happen like right now or? Huh. Oh, um, I thought we were going to have something. There. Yeah, we, we usually do, don't we? Huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I guess we just we just keep going. Uh, right. Nanoc 287 again. 1974 is the year. Let me read the little uh, yeah. intro to this week's comic. Yeah. The outside clash of slaughter is hidden from the Outlander, hushed by the mighty buttocks of Nanok. Who still shall stop Puttmaster and free his stolen prize, the fairest Nordia? Mm. (laughs) Any sentence I. This game is all around. Any game where I get to read the sentence, mighty buttocks, is a good game. Ten, ten uh, out yeah. of ten game dialogue. <laughs> uh, but this stage this, yeah. is pretty quick relative to the other. Yeah, two it's stages. kind of like it's like the intro to the 
the final boss kind yeah, of. Yeah, like there are um there's some 2D on rail segments uh that work similarly to the 3D counterpart. Um you mm. have uh more pain veins, obviously, not really nothing <laughs> nothing new being conveyed, just kind of uh again yeah. just like a gauntlet. Copy, you know, control V, control V, control V, control V, you know, all that. Um yeah. Yeah. also, you know, they do acknowledge in universe that's like, oh no, more of these guys. And it's like, <laughs> look, if you're gonna acknowledge it, it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you need to do is if you're gonna do that and acknowledge it, then like immediately left turn into something completely different. Right. That's like unexpected. Just acknowledge it in real life and not in the game and then do something about it in the game. Yeah, be like, oh, these guys again, oh whatever. Just like then have that for like a second and then just like left turn into the boss fight like right now like yeah. just like something like do something yeah, completely different not? just like we could go right into the boss yeah, fight i mean right now they have like they just have little segments where you switch between the brawling and the shooting pretty quickly but at the same time that's not really necessary if you're gonna yeah we did all this yeah, if you're gonna comment like oh we've done this a ton of times just take that as your own cue to like as you know, Pondy Python would say, "Get on with it." <laughs> uh, but eventually, they do. It doesn't completely overstay yeah. its welcome. Uh, where you end up fighting yeah, yeah. Puttmaster and his caddy Rufus. <laughs> um, and the uh, the fight itself, pretty. It's interesting relative to what you've been doing. It's another two D yeah. uh, brawler kind of thing. But instead of punching, yep. you're using a sword. Yeah, and you get like these cool little sprites. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I don't think Smiley knows how to use a sword. Well, he's using a golf club. That's true. He was just kind of like, <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Doing like cool poses <laughs> and all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it does does do damage. Uh, you are fighting. First off, you start off the fight fighting uh, Puttmaster, who's using a golf club. Um, obviously, uh, there are some points where you have yeah. to button mash to like do like a beam struggle kind of thing where you are playing yeah. off his, uh, putter advances and then you could take him down pretty standard little fight there. Nothing really to talk about. Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. The real fun fight. Part of the fight actually happens when you're fighting the caddy. Yeah. Which is, which so, is so weird. It's like a robot golf. Yeah, except it's got, like, bombs and missiles in it, and uh, it flies around the stage, and it does a lot of interesting things. It's funny that the main villain fight is less interesting than the fight with his sidekick. Right. Usually, I thought they'd do the sidekick first, and then (laughs) then the main villain. Yeah, you'd think. I don't know. It was weird. Um... But yeah, I think uh, the fight with the caddy with Rufus is more fun than the fight with the Puttmaster. Oh yeah. Because uh, it actually requires a little For more sure. thought in terms of dodging and finding your moment to actually yeah. attack. Whereas with Puttmaster, you kind of just like hit him a lot and then when he's winding up for a swing, move out of the way and then hit him again and then move out of the way. Yeah. and You know, rinse and repeat. Uh, but eventually you end up uh you end up succeeding against the dastardly duo and uh they fall into the 
into the volcano. And for some reason, Nordia, who was pushed into the volcano, totally fine. Yeah, um, just walks yeah, out. Yeah, and then she's just so taken in by Nanox's fat folds that she just kind of goes to him. They don't, they don't do anything, <laughs> but it's implied that later like they should have. Uh, I mean, I don't want my eyes to be burned with that <laughs> image forever. <laughs> uh, but you end up uh, not getting the girl per se, but you do get a fat sack of cash. Oh yeah, and that's the end of our run in the Nanox series of comics. Yes, quite satisfying. Yeah, I mean, we didn't kind of touch on every story beat, but if we did, this would have been like an hour and a half long. And we're already yeah. pushing 40, we're already pushing 40 minutes. Um, it's good yeah, stuff. it's good. I again, like the only issue is that they're getting a bit self-aware of the fact that they're repeating their own gameplay. So hopefully in the next right. few, they kind of remedy that a little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I mean, crossing my fingers, but again, as long as they keep the stylized um, personality wrapped around it, that shield might be enough for me to be like, okay, this is still good. As long as they keep, yeah, the the, the funny dialogue and stuff, it's the best part. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely means so much that you're here with us. Um, again, if you want to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to give us some suggestions about games you want us to talk about, or if you just want to pop in and say hi, we'd love to hear that too. Yeah. Otherwise, come, come hang out. Otherwise. Okay. I guess we should. I guess we should figure out what to do with Adam, huh? Yeah, should we bring him back next time, or just keep him in the closet? How about, uh, about, uh, oh, hold on, I got an idea. What, what if we, what if we flip for it? Alright, I like that idea. Okay, so heads, he, we we let him out, and he'll be in the next episode. Uh, tails, uh, no dice. Alright. Alright, you ready? Well, flip the coin. Okay. Huh. 